you call the Okanagan your home, you almost certainly know a business person. Entrepreneurship is in our blood, as is the incredible sense of community. So this podcast series is really about all of us, all of us who love local. It tries to tell the stories of the dreamers, the risk takers, the people who built this place and who put in new foundations to strengthen it every day. My first guest on the show is Kyla Inaba, who went from being a professional golfer to a golf professional. Find out what that means and how she is fulfilling her passion of growing the game of golf. Without further ado, I should introduce you to <laughs> Kyla. Uh, Kyla Inaba, and I don't know if I pronounced your name correct. Yep. Mm-hmm. Inaba? Inaba, Inaba. Japanese. Who is... Uh, the manager of the Academy at Predator and the sole owner of Kyla Inaba Golf. So welcome, Kyla. Thank you. Tell us a bit about your business and about yourself. Yeah, so um, I'm a golf professional. I I started as a, let's say, collegiate golfer, turned into professional golfer, and now I'm into golf professional. So um, my golf, my business is to uh, help people enjoy golf more. So whether that means lowering their handicap, which would be probably the first thing that comes to mind for most people, but also to, to get beginners into golf or get people who are just so frustrated and, and ready to threatening to, to quit the game to go, no, 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 you can do this. Um, let's just work on these few simple things or let's change their mindset Mm -hmm. to get them to enjoy the game more. So that's my business or that's what I think my business is. Um, but certainly just to get people to enjoy the game of golf at whatever level they're at. Well, that's a fascinating way to put it because, mm-hmm. you know, um, I, I have met a few golf teachers over the years and they're teachers. They're not, uh, you know, the, the enjoy the game is, is a fascinating way to put it. And mm-hmm. I'd like to know, I mean, because um, again, it's it's very different being a player to being a teacher. And Definitely. in fact, you know, when we were kids, we used to say they're teaching because they can't do. Because clearly sure. you've done and mm-hmm. you've taught. So what... You know, what brought you to here to, and, you know, what made you choose this path? Sure, yeah. Um, that's a good point. So for me, I do always say I've kind of transitioned from being a professional golfer, which for me is playing, versus a golf professional where you're a professional about the game of golf. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for me, I had played professionally for six years-ish, um, and I had an opportunity where I had kind of one more year of sponsorship that I had already signed on for. And um, I was at a point where I was kind of going, hmm, I know how much work I need to get or to do to get to the next level or stay even where I was at. And um, I wasn't sure if I wanted to put that much effort in for something that you really do need to be at the top to make the money back. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had an opportunity to kind of get my my feet wet into coaching at Predator Ridge um, in 2016, I guess it was, 16, 17, right. somewhere in there. Yep. Um, and I wasn't even sure if I was going to like coaching, teaching, instructing, whatever you want to call it. Yep. I said, okay, this is probably a good transitionary um, time let's give it a whirl and see what happens. And so I went in pretty much blind, like no coaching experience other than like pro-ams. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and I ended up coaching loving fly, it. Definitely coaching on the fly. Yeah. Like when I look at my very first lesson that year to like now how I approach a lesson, I'm going, holy smokes, that's like 
so different, but yeah, it, uh, it made me really enjoy helping other people versus when I was playing, it's kind of all about me. Um, so I liked, I liked just turning the table Mm -hmm. to go, okay. Uh, yes, it's about me and the fact that I need to like make enough money to survive, but it's more about helping other people, giving back to the game. Um, and it comes full circle. It does come full circle. I'm sure it does. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that's something I believe in life in general. Mm-hmm. But it's interesting you say that because, you know, you, you talked about uh, the hard work that would have been required. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because I, I know you uh, personally as well and I've seen you at work. And yeah. I just I just think you have an incredible work ethic <laughs> when it comes to coaching. So, sure. um, so you know, what flipped that switch? Because yeah. you're not, you don't shirk from work. Right. So I am, I'm like fairly obsessive at anything I do. So when I was playing, it was like, okay, well, my full-time job is to play and be good at golf and try to make enough money for to, for me to get to that next step, get, mm-hmm. get to the next level. Um, so I was like, okay, I got to work eight hours a day and this is my career. Um, and so when I, when anyone starts coaching, they're not coaching eight hours a day, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. They are maybe 10 hours a week that first year you're coaching. Yes. Um, so for me, it became an all in for how the biomechanics of the swing work, how you bring that into a lesson and bring it down to like a person to person level and make it digestible for the person in front of you. Um, as well as like how the body movement connects to the golf swing. So for me, I then just dove full time into how to become a better instructor, how to become a better communicator, um, all of that kind of stuff where you really do need to be good at a lot of different pockets, um, along the way. So that's why I'm working so hard just because I think there's so much to learn and know about not just golf and how do you move the golf club, but, um, the umbrellas, the, the little pockets of, okay, there's biomechanics, there's how your body works. There's, uh, the soft skills. Um, so there's just so much to learn and it never ends. You can always get better. <laughs> That's fascinating. I, that actually brings me nicely into the subject of uh, teaching philosophy because it's uh, yeah. what you've described is, is almost like, you know, the way I think of golf. I wish I could play it like you do, but think of golf as you have to be good in so many areas to shoot a good round. So yeah. you touched on that on teaching philosophy. So what are the key uh, you know, sure. tenets for you? Yeah, so um, I would say teaching philosophy, and this is where you have in the golf industry, like you've got teachers, you've got swing instructors, and then you've got coaches. So right. um, as I was starting, I would say I was a bit more of just a teacher because I'm trying to just um, I get a lot of, when you're new, you get a lot of beginners, you get a lot of kids. So you're teaching technique, mm-hmm. right? Um, but then as people progress, as your students progress, and also as you get better players, you have to shift more into coaching, right? So then you need to be all encompassing. And so, um, I always had a very kind of sporting athletic background. So for me, a really big aspect is, can we just move your body? So let's start there as a coach and we go, okay, well, can you even get into this position where your shoulder moves externally? Mm -hmm. So can we get you into a position in the backswing that we want to, if you physically can't get there as a coach, I'm not going to say, okay, Satu, let's, let's get your arm a little bit further back. Cause I know you can't. So then we work around it or we give you some exercises to go, let's work on it. 
Yeah. Right. So, yeah. so my thing is let's look at the person and body in front of me first and go, can we even get into these, some of these positions? Um, and if we can't, how can we make an efficient swing around that? So that's number one. If I'm just looking at technical or like, um, the swing yeah. specifically. Um, and then of course, within golf, we have the short game, we've got shipping, pitching bunkers, like all these different crazy things. And this is why golf is so hard. Yes. Right. And then we layer in like psychology and course management and nutrition. So at, at the highest level, right, it could be something as simple as if you're not drinking enough water, mm-hmm. your brain function decreases through the round, right? So at a high level, you got to make sure your players are just drinking enough water, eating yeah. the right snacks that are going to energize them for the full round. So it really does become this all encompassing, like coaching philosophy for me. Um, and the further I get into the business, the more I go, Oh my gosh, there's a whole nother pocket. I didn't even realize I needed to get into. Um, so there you go right now or previously and currently it's a lot of still technique and fundamentals, especially Mm -hmm. with some of the, the like beginner groups or the swing like a girl groups, um, that I have, it's a lot of just fundamentals and technique, but it's really fun for me to get out on the course and talk about course management or percentages of shots or expectations. If you're in deep rough, let's not try to hit a three hybrid out of there. Let's just have to hack it out and, and, uh, and keep go the run there. going. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For yep. sure. I'll, I'll, I'll circle back to swing like a girl and uh, yep. growing the game in general. Cause I sure. know you're, you're pretty, uh, pretty switched on about that, but yep. uh, just, just, Touching a little bit on um, on what you talked about in terms of the constant learning as a teacher, yeah, to be a te- better better teacher. Sure. Um, you know, where do you see that taking you over the next five ten years? Oh my gosh, it's um, there's so much out there, and even from when I started taking up golf competitively and collegiately, I would say the TrackMan was just becoming a thing, mm-hmm. and so um, if we were to deep dive into like even how you create ball um, curvature, ball flight. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a relationship between club path and club face. And they used to teach it the opposite way they currently know is how science makes the ball curve, right? right? right. So um, even just every 10 years, even every five years at this point, there's going to be something new that's going to really change the game yeah. and show us what is actually going on instead of what we think or what we've heard forever, they're going to tell us, no, this is what's actually happening. So, um, and the other thing now is just YouTube. There's so much free information out there, um, on YouTube that as a coach, sometimes it's great or the worst thing. Cause you have to, <laughs> you have to like coach people out of, well, I heard this on YouTube or this guy was saying this on YouTube. You have to go, well, look, this is your swing. I'm yeah. seeing your swing right now that guy has never seen you swing the club, right? So it's just getting them the right information. Um, and then I like to say, I'm creating your own YouTube channel. I'm going to create these videos for you. And this is your YouTube channel, right? Uh, let's, let's actually talk about, because I have experienced the lessons and people uh, you know, who are listening and may not know uh, the technology and so on that you use. Sure. And, and the learning tools that you use, because it's not so much yeah. just technology, it's 
people getting it embedded in people's psyche. So tell us a bit about the platforms and stuff that you use. Yeah, yeah, you bet. So um, the teaching platform I use is called Skillist. Mm -hmm. Um, It is an app that was developed out of Australia with some of my um, kind of Australian, let's say, mentors over there. And um, it's great. So you film your student from, let's say, both directions, your face on and you're down the line. Um, And the greatest thing about that is... I don't get to tell the student, okay, Satu, you're doing this. You go, look, Satu, this is what you're doing. Because yep. a lot of the times people don't believe it if they can't see it, mm-hmm. right? So um, I think it's a fantastic way for the student to see what they're actually doing. You can compare them to one of their own swings that are better, that what, you, what you've worked on. Or you can compare them to, say, one of my swings or a pro's swing if you want to. Um, and you can draw lines and circles and all those kind of things on it. But um, I just think it's great feedback for the student to have that, to go home with it. Um, and then they can look back on it. And like I say, that's their YouTube channel. So yeah. Yeah. it's just another great pl- learning platform. Um, and I think it just adds value to the lesson for them to go home with something instead of, oh, my gosh, I need to write something down. They don't write it down. They forget. And so I'm kind of saving the money. They don't have to come yeah. back right away. They can just look at their videos, right? Yeah. So. Hundred yeah. percent. It's uh, it's it's certainly been a nice thing for me to watch during the winter. T- tell me a bit about. I've seen some things coming on. You know, there's a lot of talk around speed in golf, and yeah. I know you're doing something along those lines as well to help some people sure. get speed. So. Yeah. A little bit about what that's about. Yeah, I mean, speed is massive. We've all seen Bryson, and then all kind of the other guys go well. I can hit it that far. I can hit that far. Right. And, um, so there's something about, about speed and just hitting the ball further. We've seen it in stats that you see on tour, um, on, um, shots gained, strokes gained, where the further you hit the ball, even if it's in the rough, you will gain shots on the field. Mm-hmm. Right. So, um, if we can get the ball further down the fairway, golf is much more enjoyable, right? So a lot of that does come down to just proper sequencing. And for me, that comes back to like my TPI, which stands for Titleist Performance Institute, and getting your body moving and sequencing the right way rather than just getting you in the right club positions, right? So getting the body just becoming more athletic. And like a lot of the times, if we can get a kid at a junior level to just swing as fast as possible, as fast as possible when they're young, that means they'll have the speed when they're growing up. Yeah. If we miss that speed window when they're like six to eight years old and we don't train speed, we just train, okay, just hit the fairway, Johnny, just hit the fairway. We've lost the opportunity for them to be able to level up when they're playing professional golf or whatever it is. So super important. Um, is it the be all end all? No. But does it make golf more enjoyable if you can have a shorter club into the hole? Yes. And to your point, very great uh, starting point for juniors as well. For sure. Well, yeah. And a- as I should say, as adults start getting into this and have um, super speed training and all that, just make sure it's safe. Right. Make sure you don't go go for 110 percent without warming up like yeah. it's easy to injure yourself if you don't do it the right way. So fair enough. Yeah. Um, let's, let's come back to, uh, you know, the thing which is really your passion about teaching, which is, um, you know, you mentioned the beginners uh, swing like a girl. Yep. Um, getting people who are not uh, who haven't historically been golfing into golf because yeah. there's no greater joy than introducing 
and making someone fall in love with it with any sport so absolutely what ha- you know what are some of the things you've done around that and i know uh, i know you're the proud recipient of uh, the pga of uh, award on that as well so tell us sure. a bit about uh, you know your journey in that yeah you bet so swing like a girl a program um, that was started by our mutual friend AJ Ethorn mm-hmm. um, and so she had introduced a predator with predator a program for getting ladies into golf or just giving ladies a, a like a, a space to to get in play play golf have a day camp where they can come and learn all the fundamentals touch on all the fundamentals um, and it was kind of like almost like a business ladies type thing and mm-hmm. just getting people introduced to some skill. Um, and then kind of as AJ passed the torch to me, I was like, well, we can like, we can grow this massively. Right. Um, so just giving ladies the opportunity at whatever level they're at. A lot of people think swing like a girl is just for like newbie golfers or high handicap golfers, but like, let's get all levels of ladies together um, and I've kind of broken it up into levels just to keep the mm-hmm. skill sets the same as we're learning. Um, but it's just, it's just a, um, I call it the tree of trust. When we get in there and I do my intros and say, okay, ladies, we're in this together. We're in the tree of trust. There's no silly or stupid questions. Um, and they then become, oh, this is great. I can ask any question I want. We're all at the same level, especially the newbies. Um, and so they just don't have any fear of judgment. Yeah. Um, where I think in the past, stereotypically, the woman comes with maybe the partner, the male partner, um, and the male partner's been playing for years, and then the, the, the female partner feels, oh, I can't keep up, oh, I'll just, I'll just putt, right, that kind of thing, so they yeah. don't get to experience the game fully, um, so this way we kind of get them to get their little, find their tribe, and then give them the confidence to go, okay, Kyla's going to work with some, work on skills with me. And then she's going to say, look, we've got this nine hole group that goes and plays every Thursday night. Um, maybe I can try it out there. Cause they're all the same ladies that are kind of taking these similar yeah. courses and have that same mindset. Absolutely. Right. So, um, it's just, a, it's a, I think it's for me, it's been a great platform for me to grow the game. Um, and to get as many ladies as possible into this amazing game that you can play forever it's amazingly social and yeah. it's also amazingly competitive, right? Especially this year with COVID, I had a lot of athletes from other sports try right. out golf yeah. because they couldn't do their other sport. Mm-hmm. And so I had a lot of people in swing like a girl or just even private lessons. Um, and it's Ball players and the like. totally, yeah. and it's so cool to see them a try moving a different way yeah. and then to see them like hit that, like have the light bulb go on when they go, Oh my gosh, that felt so great. Right. And try to link it to whatever swing thought it is or, you know. So anyway, Swing Like a Girl has been an awesome passion for me. Um, Coming into golf instruction, of course, being a female professional, my goal was to always grow the game. Mm -hmm. But it hasn't been until these last few years where I've been like, okay, this is like one of my purposes in life to grow the game, to give people confidence. And it's almost like you're a life coach in a way, right? It's not just about golf. Yeah. I've had ladies who like literally have, let's say, lost their partner or have passed away. Um, their partner's passed away. And Swing Like a Girl has been their outlet to get back into socializing, right? Mm-hmm. So it's just, it's more about the game. Um, it's about life. Yeah. So it's been fun for me. Pretty pretty phenomenal. To, uh, I know that the folks at Predator are blessed to have you as part of the community. And, you know, 
uh, and the, the series is called Love Local, and uh, yes. you're very much uh, a part of this local community. Um, maybe you know, just just uh, tell us a few things that are going on in the next few months. People from Vernon and you know the Okanagan could uh, could look in on you, not just Predator. Sure. Um, what are some of the things that are going on up here? Yeah, absolutely. Up here, um, currently, we still have our simulators active and um, going. Uh, that's a new addition this year. It's right? a new addition this year. Yep, yep you bet. So um, if you haven't played simulator golf before, it's um, basically you get to play virtual golf. So we can play Satu. You and I could go to, let's say, New Zealand, and we could play Kari Cliffs on the simulator. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's so realistic. I've had people say, yep, I always play this course down in Palm Springs, and I always hit it right on number nine, and I'm always in this bush. And guess what? That bush was exactly there on the simulator, right? So, yeah. um, so that's been a lot of fun this winter already um, at Predator Ridge, um, and then we'll see what happens with COVID um, at this point in time. Uh, but certainly, there's always typically cooking classes, those kind of things at Predator Ridge to keep us busy. We're going to have a skating rink outside, which will be fantastic. Yeah, that does sound fun. That's going to be very cool. Hiking trails, snowshoeing trails, so that'll be very fun. Um, and then I, for me. I will be going on my vacation in the next few months, but I'm always available on my teaching app, which is Skillist. And I'll be releasing a few courses on there. Um, the first one on there, I think, is going to be 10 ways that you're coming over the top and slicing the golf ball. Yeah, yeah I could sign so- up for that. <laughs> in 10 years, I'll still be signing up for that. Okay. So anyways, there's a bunch of different ways you can slice the golf ball, but I kind of narrowed it down to 10 for this specific series. Right. Um, and so, yeah, I'll be releasing a few of those kind of, I don't want to call them master classes because it's not live instruction. Um, but if you are curious about, I'll have like a bunker series, a short game, chipping, pitching, and then this full swing one. But um, that'll be available on Skillist this winter. And um, I'm always available for online lessons as well on Skillist. And, um, and we have your email uh, up here, but it just for you. reference, it's... Yep, uh, K-E-N-A-B-A, so K-I-N-A-B-A at PredatorRidge.com is my email. So people can hit me up there. We'll be releasing our kind of spring programs, especially Swing Like a Girl stuff, like March or April. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, we've got kind of the classic five-pack, three-pack um, We've got almost everything at the academy, actually. We've got big packs, too, but um, it's up to what the person feels like they need. What I can say is the more time I can spend with you, the more we can get done in your game. So um, if you you want to commit to getting better... yeah, let me know. But if we can at least do a five pack to really dive into all aspects, we can make a, a pretty big change. Well, I can I can testify to the fact that you know you like to make a commitment with people who make a commitment back. Definitely, and uh, that's certainly true in your case. So absolutely. Um, I just in, in ending, I think uh, there's one other project that you probably have over this winter. Um, you know, COVID might have put a dampener on it, but, uh, you know, is it still on the cards? Tell us more. <laughs> Should I congratulate you already? Sure. Yeah. So we, uh, Jason and I got engaged. I, I'm assuming this is what you're talking yes, about. Yes, I, of course. <laughs> we got engaged last year at Band and Dunes right before I left for New Zealand. Mm-hmm. And, um, so we'll see. We might throw a sneaky wedding down there when I, when I head down there for the winter. Um, and then hopefully we can have a big, 
fun party with everyone um, next fall or next winter. So. Well, nobody deserves it more than you. So uh, <laughs> all the you. best for that. And thank you so much for your time today. It's uh, It's been uh, phenomenal meeting the person behind uh, the business. Thank you. Kyla and about golf, everyone. Um, and uh, look forward to seeing you back here in the spring. Awesome. Thanks to you. Thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it. You're very welcome. See you. Great. See ya. I hope you enjoyed meeting Kyla as much as I enjoyed sitting down and talking with her. Her passion and love for the game and everything that she does around it, her work ethics, comes through very clearly in everything she says and does. Next time, we'll be talking with Frank Burkers, who makes the absolute best pastries up at Silver Star Mountain in his Bugaboo's Cafe. Until then, if you like the show, please do share it, support our local businesses, and remember to love local.